letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. With Wednesday's WCCO All Local, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include an update on another inmate who died in jail in Hennepin County, a new Minnesota law that hopes to stop retail theft, in an unseasonably warm weekend just in time for the Twin Cities Marathon. But we begin with local reaction to the potential government shutdown. WCCO's Susie Jones has more. It remains to be seen whether or not the House and Senate will reach a compromise to avoid a government shutdown in the coming days. Former Minnesota Congressman Eric Paulson telling Vanita Sakar in the morning news there are likely plenty of behind-the-scenes negotiations underway. The problem is, is that you have a handful of House Republicans are on the more conservative side that either want to reduce spending more than was already agreed to as a part of the debt limit early this summer when we had that crisis going on, or they want additional policy writers and certain policies added to the appropriations bills that probably aren't going to pass. Paulson adding the House will likely outright reject any bipartisan effort by the Senate, saying that it may be hard for sides to reach an agreement. Minnesota DFL Congressman Dean Phillips just told WCCO's Chad Hartman that it comes down to a handful of Republicans, he says. It's not because there are not enough Democrats and Republicans in the House of Representatives uh, who are standing at the ready to avoid a shutdown. It's because there are a handful, a handful uh, of extreme far-right Republicans uh, who seem to be on a mission to shut the government down. If no agreement is reached by Sunday's 12.01 a.m. deadline, the federal government would shut down. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. For the second time in two weeks, an inmate at the Hennepin County Jail has died. The latest incident happening yesterday, the Hennepin County Sheriff's Office says that the 36-year-old man was found unresponsive in his bed following an apparent medical incident and was pronounced dead at HCMC. His death comes after a 21-year-old man died in the jail's medical room on September 18th. The Hennepin County Medical Examiner hasn't released causes of death for either man. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. And just this afternoon, authorities have identified the man who died as Larry Ramon Hill. A Minneapolis man is in critical condition after being pinned under the light rail. Firefighters were called to the Blue Line's Lake Street Station about 6 o'clock last night where they found the victim whose leg was pinned under the train and the platform. Crews had to cut the train's door to free him and took him to the hospital. It is not clear how he ended up in that situation. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Steve Simpson. Minneapolis police investigating a south side homicide. It began just after 2 yesterday afternoon in the 2400 block of 16th Avenue South on a report of gunshots fired in the area. When police arrived, they found a 37-year-old victim behind an empty residence who had been shot once. He was taken to the hospital and later died. No word on his identification or any motive that led up to that. The University of Minnesota and state officials are breaking ground on a new modernized chemistry facility. The Chemistry Undergraduate Teaching Laboratories project will reimagine the 95-year-old Fraser Hall on the university's Twin Cities campus. Interim University President Jeff Ettinger. This will truly be a state-of-the-art space that makes learning more robust and collaborative, not to mention more comfortable. It will benefit generations of students and the state of Minnesota for decades to come. Thanks to everyone for making this a reality. The project gaining approval from Governor Tim Walz. It is about our students. It is about that future. And let's be very clear, uh, as goes the University of Minnesota, so goes the state of Minnesota. 
The facility will include 18 active learning labs, professional offices, and more. The expected opening date is fall 2025. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. It's been an emotional two days for hundreds of people helping in the search for a missing Native American teenager from Bemidji. Nevaeh Kingbird was 15 when she was last seen leaving a house party in October of 2021. Police initially treated the situation as a runaway case, but within a couple of months realized it was something more. There have already been many searches for Kingbird, but this is the first time that the newly created State Office of Missing and murdered indigenous relatives has coordinated with law enforcement. Bemidji Police Chief Mike Maston. You know, there's feelings of sorrow, uh, hopelessness. He says searchers did find some items that they will be sending along to the BCA for further investigation. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Steve Simpson. Governor Walls taking responsibility for the bungle surrounding his pick to run the new Office of Cannabis Management. Last Thursday, Walls named Aaron Dupree the state's first director of the department, but she stepped aside the next day after reports that her Apple Valley hemp business sold products that exceeded state limits on THC potency and that she owed money to former associates. While speaking about the decision yesterday and the need to move forward. My take on this is we need to move with a sense of urgency, but I am more concerned with, as we always have been, getting the right people on the right seat on the bus rather than how quickly we get them on the bus. Wall says at first they wanted to find someone with experience in the cannabis industry, but says he's now shifted his focus to finding a regulatory leader. A new Minnesota law looks to address rapidly increasing crime on the national level. A new Minnesota law looks to crack down on organized retail thefts. Mass retail theft was cited by Target as one of the many reasons they're closing a handful of stores around the country. Minnesota Representative Zach Stevenson telling Vanita Sakar on the WCCO Morning News that the law aims to help investigators solve more of the crimes. And also give law enforcement additional tools useful to combat organized retail crime, which often has a financial crime component to it. So it authorizes them to go to banks and financial institutions and get information that will help them uh, solve these crimes. The law classifies a crime of organized theft. It includes harsher penalties, including felony level charges for the most serious offenses. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. Finally today, race officials with the Medtronic Twin Cities Marathon are warning runners to be extra careful in light of the forecast temperatures this weekend. I think this is going to be the hottest on record for the marathon. And uh, I'm saying mid-80s, which, again, is kind of bizarre when you consider the normals now are in the upper 60s. That's where we should be. WCCO Radio Chief Meteorologist Paul Douglas says the humidity will also play a factor. Organizers expect to issue a red flag alert for all of the weekend's activities, meaning those with previous heat stress problems or heart issues should probably not participate in either Saturday's 10K or Sunday's race itself. They also say they'll have plenty of medical personnel on site for all of the events. Steve Simpson, News Talk 830 WCCO. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsay Peterson, News Talk 830 WCCO.